Crystal Mineral Workout X. This isn't Crystal Mineral Workout 1 or Crystal Mineral Workout 2. This is Crystal Mineral Workout X. You'll love it, but you'll hate it. All right, everybody, I'm Chert Garnet. I'm going to be taking you through the next 35 minutes of Crystal Mineral Workout X. That's right. Get pumped up, everybody. That's right. We are taking crystal healing on the offensive. Why wait till something goes wrong? Let's let the crystals heal us now. All right, we're going to be using crystals and minerals to really get that lean tone look you're after. We're going to lose some weight around the middle. Really going to buff up those big muscles. Guys, I'm talking biceps. If you want to look like this, then you're going to need the Crystal Mineral Workout X. All right, let's go around the room. Let's see who's going to be doing Crystal Mineral Workout X with us. Over here, we've got our buddy. Oh, he's already doing jumping jacks. We got our friend Jack over here. Oh, top of the morning to you, Chert. Oh, you're looking you're looking mighty fine there. Oh, yeah. Oh, Are you ready? you ready to get Crystal Mineral oh, Workout oh, X? Oh, you know I am. Oh, yeah, no, oh, yeah. All right, we're going to oh, have yeah. you spitting oh, yeah. flame in no time, Jack. Oh, that sounds good. All right, moving over here. Here's another guy from our Crystal Mineral Workout X test group. He's my Latvian life mate, Divod. Hi, bud. Actually, not from Latvia. And the comings from the Kazakhstan. Oh, oh, that looks like we're all learning something. Divod, I hope you're ready to get ripped. Yeah, bud. Always readying to be off the ripping. All right, next to him. Oh, look at our little buddy from England. It's Jeff the Talking Mongoose. Hello, chat. It's nice to see you again, hey, mate. Oh, I'll tell you what, Jeff. We're hitting, we're we're really going to be uh, stretching you out today. <laughs> I'll see what you did there. That's a uh, it's an elongated uh, mongoose joke, is it? Clever, quite clever, my friend. Just going to get real fit, I suppose. Oh, you sure are. You sure are, Jeff. You sure are. And over here, everybody, look out. Aruga, Aruga. Here comes little Miss Hollywood. Sybil Pascrat is going to be working out with us today. Well, hi. I'm so glad to be here and so glad I get to work out with the one, the only, Chert Garnet. Oh, well, the pleasure's all mine, Sybil. I'll tell you what, you need as much spotting as you can because I'm going to be here for you the entire 35 minutes. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, that's right. Oh, now everybody look. Now, Sybil was also a part of the Crystal Mineral Workout X test group. She came through with flying colors, and you can see it already. Look at that definition. Oh, my God. She's already melting minds. But I'm wearing a T-shirt. All right, enough talk. It's time to get into this. We're going to get warmed up nice and easy with just some smoky quartz. So everybody grab your smoky quartz and just lay that on top of your shoulders. All right, here it goes. You're going to be feeling it. Just, just give it a few minutes. There it is. I tight, I tight, fell off. All right, Jeff, just put it right back on there. Just put it right back on there. It's just ridiculously large compared to my small body. I should have got a smaller crystals. Do you have any smaller crystals? Uh, it's too late for that, Jeff. You're just going to have to make do, buddy. All right, okay, sm- let's get the smoky quartz off. Do you feel that? you feel that working? Sybil, Sybil, where are you at? Uh, feels good. Feels, feels real good there, Chert. All right, All right let's hear Devon, how are you doing back there, buddy? And my quartz. That's okay. We're all done. That was just the warm-up. Now it's time to get Crystal Mineral Workout X. That's right. X, everybody. We're taking it 
to the extreme. We're going straight to the tourmaline quad drops, everybody. Now I want you to comfortably sit down on the floor with your legs stretched straight out, nice and straight, and place two and a half ounces of tourmaline on top of each of your legs. Here we go, all right. Now you see what I've done? I've, I've placed the tourmaline in the center of my leg. We have a question there, uh, Church. Yeah, Jack, Jack, what can I do for you, buddy? Is, is this gonna help us? Let's say we want to, to jump extra high. Is this going to help us with that? Oh, you know it is. This is going to be one of your central core springular muscle groups. You're going to be jumping higher, scaring louder, scaling over walls because of crystal mineral X. Okay, everybody, that's enough with the tourmaline. Now, it's at this point that I'd like to take a quick break. Let's everybody just grab grab your towels, grab something to drink or it. I actually get, I mix the crystal mineral X proprietary crushed gravel powder in with my drink. It really helps to rehydrate. It really rebuilds those muscles. You're going to get a lot of minerals. <laughs> and it works. Hey, it works. We used to do drinking of the gravel that's crushed into waters back home in Kirkoxigistan. Oh, you sure did, Divad. You sure did. This is like luxury for Divad. Okay, let's let's bring it home, guys. Big finish. This is Crystal Mineral Workout X. If you were doing Crystal Mineral Workout 1, you'd already be done. But this is the X, baby. Because if without the X, you're never going to look like this. It's time to blast those pecs, everybody. So lay down, and we're going to be putting citrine. All right, we're going to just center the citrine on top of each pec. Sybil, do you need any help over there? Uh, no, no, I think Let me I've just got... help you out. Let me just oh, help you out there, Sybil. Okay, careful. Oh, there we go. There they are. Thank you. Oh, do you need any more help there? Oh, we got do, this. Are you sure you don't need some more? Hey, there's only one captain on this boat. All right, Jack, there's only one captain, and it's me. All right, so we're just going to lay back. There it is. Oh, oh, I can feel it. I can feel it working. I'm getting a little bit involuntary muscle movement there. I'm getting it. All right, let's get that citrine off. All right, everybody, if you stayed with me through the entire Crystal Mineral Workout X, you did over 417 seconds of continuous proactive crystal healing. You brought the crystals to you. So congratulations, and don't forget, rehydrate, put the crushed gravel mixture in there, and don't forget to push play again tomorrow. I have uh, been uh, eating the citrine. Uh, I thought it was off an orange. Oops. <laughs> Boy, you know what? When we get the store set up, order oh your copy today. Oh my god, we're going to make so much money with that. Uh, and that's the, 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 the truth of the matter is, you know, a little, let you peek behind the curtain. Divod used to be a porn star. Ah, uh, yeah, yep, yep. yep. He would put anything inside his body. Oh my gosh, welcome to Blurry Photos. Hey everybody, I'm David Flora. And I'm David <laughs> Stecco. And you have found the podcast formerly and currently known as blurry photos that's right we're trying to we're trying to region we want some fitness we want we want the toughest most badass listeners on earth that's right doing <laughs> the minimalist amount of work <laughs> to get in the bestest shape this isn't blurry photos one and it isn't blurry, blurry photos, photos two. <laughs> oh, and that's also a a painful love letter to everyone else who's ever done the p90 workout it's, yeah it's a trail of tears <laughs> few survive yeah also no, andrew jackson ordered it 
Sorry, sorry, getting getting kind of political. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it now. The actual trail of tears. That actually, yeah, I was like, I got got a little too deep. Dug dug too deep there. Well, Frodo, Balrog of my ignorance <laughs> comes crawling up. Uh, how's everybody doing? I hope it's I hope it's a fortune, Clark. <laughs> oh my gosh, summer over. Yeah, it's time for. Pretty much. I mean, by the time this drops, probably. Oh yeah, no, no. It's 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 got one foot in the grave, one foot on the banana peel, and it's been drinking heavily. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that uh, that just that means one thing, and the best thing. No oh, man, big big money, That's big right. big women, big fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's. I'm telling you, guess what's around the corner, peoples? Blurry photober thunder sound. That's right. That's right. Pretty soon, no more summer. <sighs> Dry fuss. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> yep. No more summer. All fall and oh, man. all fun. We've already got the lineup. Yeah, we have set it. It is ready. Uh, and it is good. We are going to be crowning a new king of Halloween. <laughs> No, 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 there's only there's, one. There's only one. We, I, you know what? That's it. I, is it. Does that mean that that Great Cat Fancy Feast is the king of Halloween emeritus? Well, yeah. I mean, there wasn't an actual like contest contest. That's true. But there was a there was just one contest, and and he won it. Man, pretty much. So yeah, you'll have to make a certificate, but it's just printed on an uncut sheet of hundred dollar bills. Oh, oh. <laughs> I, I think I think we're winning. I think we're winning doing it this way. <laughs> unintentionally uh so i mean well, we've got blurry photober around the corner we've got eight we're just we're just gonna keep just hammering the midsection yep. of september body much, blow much, body much, blow much, much. that's right another bullstone uh, oh, yeah. on the way soon i'm sure yep yep we've got uh, we've got some special friends that are willing to sit with us and uh lots, and we they lots of lots of stuff coming up i mean we always say that who cares let's go let's talk about what we're going to talk about uh, for those of you who found this podcast yeah. through this subject matter and don't want to hear us bullshit. <laughs> yeah, no shit. They're like, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was a weird beginning. I, they're I, just about to call <laughs> Just nope. I, I always wonder, worry, wonder and worry about that. I, I'm i like, you know what? Someone wants to hear about Cahokia, but then they get like this cooking show. <laughs> yeah, but you know what, though? That's the thing. I, I think it's such a better way of doing it because it rewards the people who like listening. That's true. The the true believers, the hardcore fans, yeah. And if nothing it's else, all for you. No one, no one ever like pushes stop because they're confused. Like confused, people are trying to make sense out of it, so they'll stick around. I'll push stop if it's shit I don't want to listen to. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but anyway, tonight we're talking about a subject kind of near and dear to my heart. What? You don't, you don't know this. I didn't know this, but now I'm learning. Talking about palmistry. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're a lonely man. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> the first <laughs> first blood for masturbation jokes. Woohoo! It goes to me. I did it. <laughs> I, I went there out of realism, actually. I know. I know. Oh. It was a genuine moment, and I had to shit all over it. Now, give us, give me your pain. <laughs> I uh, Palmistry was one of the things that I... Uh, actually, like, read up on and learned and studied back, well, when, like, right after I got out of uh, college. Um, it was one of the things that I was like, oh, this is interesting, and, and I've got a book about it here. And 
it might be fun to to learn about. And so I, I did it just to see, you know, if it had any merit. It should also be noted that uh, I would buy books about astrology just to see the same thing. It should also be noted that when we decided, it's not like we don't, we just invent what episode we're going to do. We talked about this and at no point did Flora mention any of this. This is like a, this is like an episode that I was like, oh yeah, I just thought that maybe we should do a whole episode about the South Pole. Oh, by the way, I lived there. <laughs> so I feel, I feel a little betrayed. I feel a little manipulated, hmm. but I'll listen to the rest of your story skeptically. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there for a while, I, I read a bunch of palmistry books, uh, maybe two, and then uh, <laughs> and then I, I would was, go... Was one for the left hand and one for the right? Har har. And I would go to <laughs> uh, people and be like, hey, I've, I've been reading up on this. You want a you palm reading just to see how it... How... It's, it's, it's pretty interesting. Like, it's a good way to do something fun at a party and also a good way to creep some people out. And also, you get some hand-holding out of the deal. Well can smell their hand it's weird i mean i really i really get turned on by holding the back of someone's hand though but it kind of kind of got out of it um pretty much once i moved to the city i it was it was a year or two after i i had moved to the city to the city and then i don't know got got a real job um, get a job, you dirty hippie. But it, it was one of the one of the old uh, esoteric uh, things. It's a classic that I learned the most about. So I'm I'm happy to to finally get around to to talking about it yeah. a little bit. Uh, I regret that we don't have any hands. live participants. <laughs> yeah, our hands were lost in a freak threshing accident. <laughs> oh, I Dave, yours was a motorboat accident. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I just thought I could just reach in and get that seaweed off the propeller with both hands. <laughs> no, I it's uh, we we don't have any live participants unfortunately, but uh, maybe down the line we'll we'll try it. Maybe on a bullstone or something we can try it or oh, yeah. if well, we well, ever also, do we, like we have that. each other tonight. That's true. Yeah, we can I thought about that too. It's just to me it's hard to to practice reading a palm if you know the person pretty well. Or at least really, because I don't think that was going to hurt my ability to reach your future whatsoever. I feel like I wasn't worried. I feel like I, I haven't have even looked my tarot read by I you. I haven't even I haven't even looked at your palm yet. But I'm pretty sure I know what's what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's how clairvoyant I. Am. I see. <laughs> I see. You call it clairvoyant. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's the shitting. <laughs> Do you want to get sued? <laughs> um. So. Tonight we're going to tell you what palmistry is, what a uh, little bit of the history of it, and how it works. A little bit of chiromancy. Ooh, oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> would, would you would you like to to jump in now, or should we uh, continue to bullshit and waste people's time? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, okay, I'll jump in. All right. Um, here's an overview of palmistry for you. Palmistry is the art of divining a person's character from the shape. Lines and details of the hand. Not wait, not their future as well, though, right? There's some future in there. TikTok, TikTok, okay, TikTok. All right. <laughs> Palmistry. The word comes to us from two Middle English words: palme, which is uh, means palm, <laughs> cleverly, uh, and <laughs> palm, 
Which means Paul. <laughs> it's it's spelled P A U M E. Palm or Palme. Palm. Probably Palm, I guess. Yeah, I'm going to guess probably. <laughs> I'm going to guess my fist in your face. Uh, and estri, <laughs> uh, E S T R I E, which is a word implying study. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Uh, also known by its older designation, which Dave threw out there earlier. Chiromancy. That's the Greek roots chire, which means hand, and mantia, which means prophecy or divination. That's right. Told you. Future times. There's also chirognomy, mm-hmm. which is a 19th century term where they added the fingers, the nails, texture, and etc. of the hand. <laughs> It's not hand reading one. And it's, it's not, not hand, hand reading, reading two. two. This is chirognomy X. We're taking it to the tips of the fingers, people. <laughs> all episode long. Oh, man. And then there's a chirosophy, which is all of that. It's chiromancy and chirognomy all together. So, I mean, in essence, chirosophy uh, is, is the... The umbrella. The umbrella. That's, that's probably the thing. But, but most people know it as chiromancy. If they don't know it as palm reading. Yeah, I was going to say, or palm reading. I think most people probably know it as palm reading. But if you're in it, if like if I was a professional if you're palm reader. Yeah, if I had like a, a neon. Palms. <laughs> if I had a neon sign, you know, in like what would normally be a, a home front in somewhere in Chicago, which is kind of where the psychics live. Right. Uh, then or I above would, a subway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or I would say that, yes, I'm, I'm into, uh, chiro, I'm a chiromancer. Yeah. That's what oh, I would tell yeah. people. Yeah. But then uh, I would also sandwich say, shop, not the actual. <laughs> right, <laughs> I'm a chiromancer, a part-time dancer, and mostly just a lady romancer. romancer. Yes. Uh and a deep answer. Uh, <laughs> it um, it can be considered a subcategory of somatomancy, which is body divination. Yep. Also under this this umbrella, the, uh, another umbrella here. Um, you've got neomancy. Which is knee reading, di- mole divination. Oh yeah, there's butt omancy. That's I'm not making that up. That's for real. What is butt omancy? No, it's it's people who who read butts. That's, oh, this is that's his- not like glutomancy or something. I mean, I'm sure they've got a best name for it. Listen, ass-omancy. I'm dealing in facts here. Yeah, if- this is real. I actually found this in my research <laughs> that there are people in the world who who claim that they can they can read you from your butt and that it's an ancient. Was their name uh, Spring and or Heeled Jack? <laughs> First name Seymour, <laughs> but it's for real. That was a real thing that people wow. were like, "Yeah, you can." One of, the, one, of the, one of the guys who was the best at it uh, was blind. Well, he had to feel his way around. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I've also got metaposcopy, which is study uh, divination of the lines of the forehead. Pedomancy, divination of feet. Fecalmancy, that happens. People do poop divinations. That's for real. I can believe that. You'd think that they would Because just, there's tea leaf readings. Yeah, just open a clinic with the assamancy guys. <laughs> uh, there's also optomoscopy, which is... What is that, Dave? Reading the, the veins in your eye? Uh, yeah, just eyes in general. Nice. Uh, then there's onicomancy. Would you, you have any idea what that is? Uh, it's probably just imagining your future with Fomka Johnson. Um, no, no, oh. but, uh, I think all of us are a practitioner of that. Yeah. 
That's fingernails. Divination of fingernails. Wow. And also uh, phrenology. We know what that oh, is. Yeah, that's the head bumps. Yep, skulls. Uh, <laughs> Your lovely craney bumps. <laughs> um, so, uh, so those are some of uh, some things that people can divine. Uh, other things. Yeah, we are we are just walking beacons of the future. Uh, much- Each mole is a predilection. <laughs> Each noggin cranial bump is a chapter in your future. That's right. Don't trim your nails. <laughs> You're trimming your, your, your right. thread of There's fate. There's a lotto number in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and take your pants off. <laughs> uh, much, much like tarot, true palmistry does not predict the future. It shows a current picture of the read mm-hmm. including tendencies and potential it's also alleged to show potential disease or physical and or mental trouble oh so that that uh goes back to your fortune telling uh about yeah it. so there is that aspect that's yeah that is that's, something that I is commonly make said. it up it's not like ass mancy <laughs> i thought it was for real i did not make that up i did find that I I found it in Yahoo Answers. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> we haven't heard from those guys in a while. Well, I've been while. trying to, you know, the last couple episodes, I've really been trying to, like, dig up some Yahoo Answers, and it wasn't all that helpful. You know what it was? What, what it is? What, um, what it shall be? Stu- the studio studio has moved from Shea Dave. Oh, that's true. Where you had Yahoo Answers at your finger tip. It's true, yeah. Without without my, my, my giant monotron, mm-hmm. I used to, you know, people don't care about that doesn't matter. Okay. I have to write my notes down like an idiot instead of having like 17 tabs open on my computer the way we used to do it. Well, and uh, uh, the quality of episodes shows. Mm. Oh, let's talk about the history of it. Okay. Uh, it's thought to have originated in ancient India. Mm-hmm. Based or, on Hindu astrology. Mm, around 2000 BCE. Whoa. That's before this common era. Though... Damn. Some, damn. Though some anthropologists argue it began in China around 5000 BCE. Oh, really? Unfortunately, there isn't a lot of hard evidence to go on for either of those <laughs> claims. Uh, a book by a Hindu wise man named Valmiki may have taught palmistry, but it's kind of unclear. But it did, you know, uh, whether it be... Uh, Central Asia or Eastern Asia. I mean, let's just let's just give it to the Tibetans. Call it a, a wash. Even Stevens, <laughs> right down the middle. Okay. Um, but it did spread. Yes, it did. It spread into Europe. It spread down into the Mediterranean, into Greece. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, this one guy, Aristotle, who ever heard of him, found uh, a document uh, outlining the principles of palm reading at the Temple of Hermes. Was like, oh, this is exactly what my buddy Alex is into. <laughs> Took it, gave it to Alexander the Great. Is that great? As a gift, he was like, oh my god, this is like eat, pray, love. <laughs> this is like my whole life. And so they he read it, signed it, forwarded it on to someone else. Exactly, they paid it forward. Everyone got super into it, and it became quite a deal. So you got Aristotle, Hippocrates, yeah, father of medicine. Ever heard of this guy? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He was super into it. Anaxagoras, 
Mm-hmm. Apparently, he was uh, the he's philosopher the guy, he's of the, the guy, day. He's the guy who started the butt omancy. <sighs> you knew, you knew it with a name like an axe avarice, <laughs> um, an ass avarice. <laughs> and the the funny thing is, a lot of this, a lot of this is claimed. Also, a lot of it may be conjecture. No, yeah, yeah. A lot, uh, a, a lot was was drudged up from old uh, uh, ancient Greece. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, uh, palmistry was considered one of the seven forbidden arts in the Middle Ages. Never look upon it. And thus banned by the church. Yep. Church Garnet. <laughs> church. Church Garnet. The, the first published book on it was made around 1475 yep. in Augsburg, Germany. Well, that's all the, all the books of German back then. Yeah. I mean, that's 25 years after they just started printing books. Right. Which is pretty good. I mean, I don't know how long it take the internet to cover everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Problem is... Let's is, see. Is, Bible, Bible, Bible. Mm, there's this one uh, vampire book. I guess yeah. we'll put it in. Uh, palmistry! <laughs> yeah, woo! <laughs> so... <laughs> there was one about a boy who was a wizard, but everyone just thought it was an apocryphal tale and they started burning children. So yeah. there was never any more of those. They got rid of those. I lived in a cupboard under the stairs until a large man said, you're a wizard, Harry. Then he doused me in oil and lit me ablaze because I had communed with the devil. <laughs> the end. <laughs> the book was called Harry Scheissenfagen. <laughs> <laughs> Heinrich, 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 Heinrich Panzer. (laughs) 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 All right. Um, (laughs) There we go. Have fun with that, artists. (laughs) Uh, So as, as mysticism grew in the 18th century, uh, actual scientific information about the hand began to be Blended with the intuition of palm readers, yep, and the idea of telling one's fortune this way took off. Yeah, and that was a that was that was the time. <laughs> the, them's them's were the times. And who picked that up, Dave? Who 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 took that and ran with it? Who picked up the fumble and ran it into the end zone for the, a defensive touchdown? The Romas. That's right. The Roma people. That's right. Also known sometimes as the gypsies. The gypsies. That's right. And uh, because it's uh, it's mystical, it's magical, and it's also profitable. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Now, there was, there was sort of a division, at least in my research. I don't know if you saw this, Laura, where there's like old palmistry and then modern palmistry. And there was kind of like, a again, Middle Ages it was really suppressed. Then it was it was kind of marginalized. It was a uh, something that you would you would you know maybe some like the the woods woman knew or maybe oh, yeah. like if you did have Roma people moving through that you could get that read. But it reentered like the mainstream in the late eighteen hundreds, and uh, the guy who led the, the battle cry on this and I am this guy is getting a spot in this podcast because of his name alone, <laughs> Captain Casimir Stanislas Darpetegni. He wrote a book called La Chironomie that was just functionally like the the, the basis of palmistry. Mm. And once again, Captain Casimir Stanislas Darpategni. He has DARPA in his name. He was doing the <laughs> and research. Captain. Yeah, see? 
<laughs> oh my god. Is it, he, he's, he's part of the chrononauts. <laughs> oh, but wait that, a minute. That he, old photo, he's he's holding a Chesterfield, of course. <laughs> His name is Casimir Stanislaw, so it's like he's like the Cold War. Oh, so yeah. he's uh he's a Cosmochrononaut. <laughs> he's a chronorod. Cromerod? Crom Cromernot? Cromnot? Yeah, I don't know. Kremlin? <laughs> He's the Kremlin. Yeah. The, the moral of the story is that America's chrononauts were able to track him down. That one was brought down by Les Masterson <laughs> of America's chrononaut corps <laughs> by war bonds. And I couldn't do it if I didn't have my daily cup of Dinty Moore beef stew along with my refreshing, cool, clean Chesterfield. Mmm, mm, that's crisp. Doctor certified Chesterfields. They're good for what ails you. <laughs> okay, so Captain Casimir was awesome. That then following that, the, the dissemination of this book led to lots of regional groups in Great Britain. Oh yeah. You had the uh Chirological Society of Great Britain, uh, and their big deal was you know they they were they they not only wanted to uh preserve the known uh palm reading arts, but they wanted to advance it. They wanted to take it further, they wanted to to hone it. And they also wanted to make sure no one was f***ing with it. Hmm. They wanted to make sure that, that there was no uh, charlatanism, no hooliganery. <laughs> yeah. they, were, they were like the, the palm reading cops. <laughs> and that was founded in 1889 by Catherine St. Hill. And then, not to be outdone, the American Chirological Society was founded in 1897 by none other than Edgar de Valcourt, Vermont. Whoa. Where are these people getting these names? It was, it was the same way they had you, you make a porn name now. It was it was the guy's uh it was the guy's mother's maiden name and the state he grew up in. Whoa. What about uh, were there any wily Irishmen involved in this? Yes, there was there what? was. There was. What? Uh, is is there a cult something's going on mm. yes there's a wily irishman <laughs> truth uh early 20th century figure cairo oh he was like neo c-h-e-i-r-o was a clairvoyant who apparently used palmistry to predict the future he was irish born william john warner mm. and apparently was pretty good at it yeah he was the chiromancer to the stars all of London's a buzz and keeping the hands extra clean when Cairo's about. <laughs> and as with most occult practices, the famous and powerful have sought readers to divine their fate. Yeah. He saw... I've got a list here. You ready for this? Oh, yeah. Such miracle visionaries of oh, the Oh, you day. know I'm ready. <laughs> we I am ready for the list. <laughs> Are you... Yeah. <laughs> Suck it. Suck all of it. (laughs) Um, We, Blurry Photos, has the exclusive client list. Whoa. Blurry Photos TMZ. The same podcast that brought you upskirt photos of Nikola Tesla. (laughs) (laughs) Squatch crotch. (laughs) Squatch crotch. That's right. his His exclusive client list included Mark Twain, Sarah Bernhardt, Mata Hari, Oscar Wilde, Grover Cleveland, Tom Edison. I'm sorry. I left the ass out. 
Tom Ass Edison. <laughs> yeah, got him. <laughs> got him. Oh, and just somebody known as maybe the Prince of Wales ever heard of him. <laughs> Actually, it was, that was a just a really well-meaning local street lunatic who thought he could lead Wales. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the Prince of Wales. Yeah, that's a uh, that'll that'll do it for history for you. Yeah, that's as much as you can handle. <laughs> get it hand. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, let's get into the practice of palmistry. Yeah, chiromantic. Everything about the hand can tell you something. Uh, size, shape, finger length, prints, mounds, texture, lines, flexibility, color, temperature. Even how they're presented to you oh. will tell you something. Uh, we'll run down some of the major aspects, but if you want to know how to do it for real, try to find a book on it at a local used bookstore, maybe, and uh, study it and then use it, your intuition, and you're good to go. I saw this really, really great post on Yahoo Answers. Um where do I, you know, I want to learn more about palm reading. You know, what, what's a good place to go to? And all these people were like, oh, well, here's a good website. Here's a good website. You know, this is a good series. And then like one of the posts was some feckless bastard. It just, um, I think that a library would be a really good place to find books on this subject. Wow. I did not get the feeling they were being sarcastic. <laughs> nope. Wow. So go to a library. That's a, um, maybe you could read a book about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Would does do it? Would a library carry it? I don't. I'm sure they do. But here's my question: who who can turn on a computer? Who can turn a computer on? <laughs> Open up a browser. Go to Yahoo Answers and, and then ask it, but don't ask the internet. Don't ask the internationally global accumulation of all human knowledge. Don't ask that. Don't type it into the first page that comes up. Go through four pages, find Yahoo Answers, then ask a bunch of jobless ass wipes. <laughs> That's the thing I don't understand about Yahoo Answers. Or maybe they're jobs that they just loathe and they come home and that's all they have to look forward to is telling other people in, in the world how they're wrong. I guess. You know what? You know what, though? You know why I can't complain? Because I just take from Yahoo Answers. I don't give. Oh. And that is going to be my job. I am I'm going Good to start giving to Yahoo Answers. I'm going to start Yahoo answering. Good for you for for realizing that you have a problem. Yeah, recognizing that, and now and, society's going to have my problem. Now you're going to do something yeah. about it. I'm going to help some people. I'm going to reach out and really just really <laughs> help some people. <laughs> I'm going to help the shit out of them. Uh, your help is just going to be a link to our podcast every time, and it's going to get downvoted to hell. Yeah, um, it's going to be great. So let's let's begin. At the beginning. First of all. Shapes of the hands. I was going to say right or left. Oh, shit, you're right. You're correct. Right or, right or left. What do you look at? What do you look at? Right or left? Well, number one, ask the person. Okay. Are they right-handed? Are they left-handed? Uh, that is not something that you are at, by any means beholden to tell the person. No one is allowed to ask you that. You don't have to sit there and be like, you're right-handed. I can tell this. I mean, unless you're Sherlock Holmes. But 
anybody who's like, "Wait, you tell me." It's like just smack them, yeah, and, and walk. Yes. <laughs> so this this reading is over. You you know what? You're a dick. Or preface it by saying, "Palmistry is not telling which you know which is your active hand or your dominant hand." So tell me. Which one is is your dominant hand? Which one is your passive hand? The passive hand shows potential and possibly destiny for certain tendencies, while the dominant hand shows how those tendencies are currently manifesting. Okay. So it's both hands. You don't just read one or the other. In order to do an accurate palm reading, you look at both hands. You look at everything. Been lied to by a lot of gypsies. Sorry, bro. And that's, that's one of the... That's one of the interesting things about about palmistry and all the books or most of the books that, that I've come across anyways will say everything's a balance. You look at the whole aspect. You don't focus in on one thing because there may be contradictions and those contradictions can tell you more than one line here or there could. You just blew my mind, bro. I'm sorry. Now we've determined which hand we're going to start with. Yep. Now... What is the shape of that hand? There are four shapes, just like there are. The the four shapes correspond closely to the Captain Planet Planeteers, <laughs> the Earth, Air, Water, and Fire shapes. Wow, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is real. The uh, Earth hand is uh, broad and square oh, okay. with strong fingers. That, that falls under my square hand category. Yeah, yeah which it should. <laughs> the Air hand is a rectangular with long fingers. Mm. Mm-hmm. The water hand is characterized by its delicate fingers and oval palm. Okay. And the fire hand is also uh, rectangular, but with short fingers. Mm. Chunky finger, little sausage fingers, because it's a little red hot. So too spicy. Fire <laughs> hand. Uh, and then the last one is heart. <laughs> which no one cares about right poor little bastard from south america <laughs> i've got uh i've got square spatulate conic psychic elementary and mixed so there you go that that just goes to show that they wow so different strokes different yeah, hands in the playground square gets gets a lot of shit and psychics like yeah you just kind of won i'm kind of the best <laughs> Uh, anyways, yeah, hand shape. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, what about the lines? All those multifaceted, square, spatulate, fire-breathing psychic hands <laughs> with their little, little red hot sausage fingers. <laughs> Devil baby little, fingers. Devil baby fingers. <laughs> is there a hand type called Devil baby? <laughs> Don't touch it. <laughs> Don't read it. Don't want to know it. evil devil baby. Can't know the future of a devil baby. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So there are there are four major lines that you're dealing with. Each more delicate than the last. Uh, and the first one is the lifeline. Oh, yeah. This wraps around the base of the thumb, starts up between the thumb and the index finger, wraps around down to the wrist. Around the flexor opponens muscle in your hand. Around the, the freaking pupitor in the oh, first. I'm sorry that I know human anatomy so damned well. It's the big meaty part of your palm, right where the thumb s- sticks in. <laughs> sorry, I'm I know. sorry, I know anatomy <laughs> so well, right where the thumb sticks in. <laughs> 
That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, the thumb moves up and down. Yay, thumb. <laughs> Flex a hypodemic around. Yay, thumb. All right. Um, uh, figure 2.3a, <laughs> the flexor oppidans muscle in this particular fixture, the exterior dermis has been removed so that you can see where the thumb is Does goes, goes in. The thumb goes in there. It's attached by some stuff and articulated by the flexor oppidans. Moving on. <laughs> um, yeah, so the, the lifeline shows strength and vitality and it can also show periods of disease and uh, your physical constitution. Then we've got the heart line, the one that no one cares for. What if you don't have that line? What if you don't have a lifeline? Yeah, seriously. Then you're you're a ghost. You Everybody has that line. I can see it from here. Yeah, you've got it right up there, real faint. Dude. Uh, oh, Dude, shit. change your life. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Oh, crap. <laughs> We'll we'll get maybe we'll get to this in a minute. We'll see what we got okay. going on. All right, because uh, better hurry. Because <laughs> according to these hands. Uh, by the way, Dave, how's the uh, uh, heart uh, condition in your family? Yeah, no doubt. I'm going to have to <laughs> Any uh, history of uh, heart problems. Uh, Flora, there is a shoebox in my closet. If I die, I need you to remove it and burn <laughs> it and never open it. Okay. Uh, heart line starts under the little finger. And it moves across the palm. It starts under Lord Peter, ba- Peter, Peter Baelish. Baelish. That's right. <laughs> it, it controls spoilers. The spoilers. Whole <laughs> it's a stark contrast to the rest of the hand. Oh. <laughs> cool, blimey. <laughs> We refuse um, to advance this podcast. It's staying right here. We've got. Uh, this is the point of the podcast where we point out we are now in the golden zone. That's right. Yeah, you're stuck in the pun mud. <laughs> where was I? Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Starts under the, the little finger, moves across the palm, uh, shows quality of emotion, capacity for love and affection, and uh, strength and type. Of sexual desire. Is this the heart line? That's the heart line. What, what, okay, you're going to have to tell me because this thing is massive. Do you? Look at it go. Yeah. You see that, Mother it, Hubbard? That, that thing runs off the board. Yeah, that thing. That, that's like all, this, just, all the lifeline. You the D20 off the board. Yeah, so it all the count. lifeline I don't have, that's all in the heart line. Ooh. So, ladies, sexual adventures await. Uh, then we've got the headline. <laughs> <laughs> it starts between the thumb and index finger and moves across the palm. Uh, shows intelli- shows intelligence as well as ways of thinking and psychological disposition. Oh yeah, it's looking pretty good. I'm doing great. Let me see. Look at that. that look at that. You're bad looking boy. at your passive hand. That's your potential. A dude, well, how are the, you manifesting it in your I mean, real life? Oh yeah, yeah see, we'll go, get to that. Look, look, check it, check it, check it, dude. Check you. Thing ain't fucking around. That's that one's pretty close to mine. That thing's all like, right? Yeah, wait. Close. Yours is well, d- okay. Yeah, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to read my palm in this episode. I'm, I'm declaring it because mostly I want you to notice. Well, let's shut up and get through it so we have time. Got a lot of calluses in weird places. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, then we've got the fate line, or the line of Saturn, uh, usually found coming up from the wrist towards the middle finger. 
This is supposed to show how much we have fulfilled our deepest goals in life, also known as success line. What does that mean? Like the more line, the better you've done, the less line, the worse you've done? Is sort of. I mean, it depends, though. I'm kind, like, of, I'm kind of WebMDing my own palm reading right now. It's not yeah. working out for me. <laughs> Everything I say yeah. means you've got cancer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait, I've either got cancer or diphtheria. Yeah. Hmm. Wait, I should buy it has a lo- to be one of them. Dry fuss. Damn it. What? Oh, good call. And then uh, let's talk about mounts. Oh, uh, wait a minute. What you a- get a mount at level 40. Yeah, and right. Then, uh, you can... <laughs> You're not even allowed to make that joke. Sorry. I haven't played for like 10 years. So. Did you ever play more? Yeah. <laughs> damn it. I, <laughs> I'm always Drive like, us. damn it. Damn it. Come on. <laughs> yeah. I'm always like, Dave, when are you going to play again so I can get back into it? Oh. Nope. <laughs> mounts. There are eight mounts. Um, we're going to start at the mount under your pinky finger. These are a little... Um, pads or little oh, raised fleshy yeah. bits yep. that that I'll I'll go through for you. First one is located under your uh, pinky finger, a little raised pad, and this is the Mount of Mercury. Um, here's here's a little spoiler alert. A lot of the stuff with the hand has to do with uh, Roman gods. Mm-hmm. They've named them after Roman gods. Um, there was, uh, I think, a period where they tied in some astrology to this. Um it's kind of gotten away from that, I feel like, yeah, but that was, that was, the name I think, stuck. I think that was like the when we were talking about that di- that dichotomy between classic palmistry and modern palmistry. I think classic had mm. a lot more of the astrology in it. Yeah, probably. The amount of mercury, uh, right below your pinky there, it uh, deals with communication. Sweet. Mine's f***ing righteous. Uh, number two, the amount of Apollo. That's under your ring finger, and that deals with creativity and self-expression. Also righteous. Keep on going across. Number three, Saturn, the Mount of Saturn. It's under your middle finger. That is your inward self and responsibility. It's, it's mine is just powerful. It's just a big, thick, yellow callus of responsibility. <laughs> I feel it. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, before you tell me what the fourth mount is, uh-huh. it's the one plot place that I don't have a giant righteous callus. It's oh, just soft and non-existent. So. Have you gone over these? You you looked at these, right? No. Oh, do you want to guess who who rules, which god rules this one? Jupiter. That's right. Uh, the Mount of Jupiter is under your index finger, and that is for your outward self, leadership, and ambition. I've got none of those things. I have no ambition and no leadership. Jump back across the, the hand to under the Mount of Mercury. This is the uh, Mount of Upper Mars. This is uh, this deals with determination and resistance. This is getting really specific. Jump back across under the mount of of Jupiter. Pinky, a pointer finger. Pointer finger. That's the lower Mars. This has to do with courage and your temper. Temper, temper. <laughs> yeah, well, baby. Jump back down the lower part of uh, your palm across from the thumb. Yes. This is your mount of Luna. Yeah, what is that? Because mine's calloused and peeling. This is your subconscious slash unconscious drive. Well, my unconscious drive is an overdrive. Hmm. Or or we'll get to it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, I know why this is. This is uh, a, 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 a month later, my hands, 
Um, I got really calloused up from that long bike ride, and now my, my hands are sloughing all the skin off in those areas. Mm, delicious. And then one more mount right under your thumb, the Mount of Venus, probably the biggest mount on your hand. That has to do with aesthetic and ability to love. I just have a big black scar there. Mm. What does that mean? That means you're oh. dumb. Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Seriously, look at what I'm doing right now. Look how gross that is. How am I doing that right now? Oh, God. It's like my, my whole hand was just You're making boiled. it sound worse than it looks. My hand was to like be boiled. To looks be honest, like my it hand was, was just boiled. It, 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 it sounds worse than it looks. Oh, my God. Uh, your four fingers <coughs> are also named uh, the same thing. Mercury, uh, Apollo, Saturn, and Jupiter. <laughs> it's not the names I got for them. So, jeez. Uh, we also got finger shape, which kind of corresponds to the hand. You've got square, spatulate, conic, psychic, round. What do I got? Uh, I can't. <laughs> what do I got? What is this? <laughs> What's my future? What's this <laughs> look, say? Look, tell me. These look cylindrical. I'll tell you in a fucking minute. They look spatulate from here, but all I'll right. tell you in a minute. Spatula hands. Spatula hands. <laughs> Flipping on a pancake. Spatula hands. <laughs> I love my future. <laughs> I got to tell you, like, I've forgotten a lot of this stuff. <laughs> I used to be pretty good at uh, remembering like what all the books says and stuff, and then playing with <laughs> intuition. Are but you kidding, dude! I'm gonna be spatula hands. <laughs> but uh, making crepes for the ladies. <laughs> Jeez, Louise! All right, hey. uh, 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 flanges. Yeah, those are fingers. Well, they um, the joints of, yeah. of the fingers, the individual joints. Each finger has three, right? Yeah. The first one, which is the top one, that's your fingertip, that it deals with psychic intuition. The second one, which is the middle joint, that deals with logic, rationale, and patience. And then the third one, the bottom one, the one that touches your palm, that deals with material attachment and physical energy. Also justice. Wa-pow, wa-pow. Um, Them is the punch and knuckles. Flexibility. The flexibility of thumb to index finger. If you like... Um, put your hand out as as if it were an L shape. Yeah, stuck your your thumb out like as far as it would go away from your index finger, perpendicular to the plane of your index finger. That is uh, how generous you are. Soups. You're gens. pretty generous. Yeah, that's pretty good. Soups, gens. The more you can go, the more you can stretch it away from the index finger. The more generous. Oh, look at that, dude. Look at you're, that. you're you're a generous look son of a bitch. All right, I, I got you because I dislocated my thumb to do it. Gross. <laughs> That's right. how much I wanted it. Now I see what you were talking about a while ago. Now I see. Oh. That <laughs> wait. is disgusting. Wait, wait. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Is that is that a freak show trick uh, that you, you do? Just, you just you put enough pressure and it just oh. <laughs> <laughs> Here, Floyd, just push. push Here, right just uh, shut the f*** up. <laughs> just, <laughs> just quit. No. Just f***ing get out. Put it up next to the mic and do it. <laughs> it doesn't make a sound. Okay, never mind then. No, um, <laughs> it looks f***ing gross, everybody. <laughs> That's terrible. That's terrible. Uh, my all right. have done that my whole life, and I didn't know there was anything wrong until I gave someone like a really hard thumbs up, and they were like, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> I really just wanted to support you. The fingerprints... Fingerprints have something to do with it, too. Uh, 
<laughs> yep. If I just if I just jumped the shark on that statement, it's because Dave is wiggling his thumb around as if it were celery in a hummus bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's a carnival of the damned in here in our <sighs> underground lair. Oh man, wouldn't that be cool if we do if we did record this in an actual cave? And not like some that bullshit man cave thing that's going around. <laughs> yeah, I that mean, virus. You know, it is a virus. It's an infection. <laughs> it's a blight upon men. I need a I need a poorly decorated room with a bunch of garbage in it. It's where I can be free. <laughs> <laughs> My man cave is just a couple of bookshelves and my dog laying on the floor asleep. That's right. I would, what if it was a real cave? That'd be f***ing <laughs> righteous. We'd probably get some pretty good acoustics. Yeah. Where were we? Prince. Hand, oh, finger no, no, prints. No, 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 no. It was the hummus. Shut up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you've got uh, the loop, the whirl, the arch, and uh, composite of, of a couple of those. That, those are your fingerprints that deals with uh, such things as uh, flexibility in, in one's nature, um, trustworthiness, and independence. They oh. each mean something, and, and the, the finger they're on corresponds to something. Uh, I think the loop is the most common one. Is that the target bullseye? No, that is the whirl, I oh, think. I got the whirl. You got the whirl? I think that means a practical. I got Laura. Wait, whirl? Whirl? Loop? Whirl, whirl. Yeah. Ring fingers, looping it. Lupe fiasco. My Loop fingers. is uh, flexibility and stuff. So your flexibility and your creativity, which means it's probably easier to work with me. Oh. <laughs> easier to work with this. Uh. <laughs> it's starting to get like beyond gross, like beyond like freak show gross. Yeah, it's just. Why? <laughs> Ow. <laughs> You're you're making a blurry photos vine account and you're putting that on there first thing. And I don't want your penny. Oh, I'm a man just like you. All I want to do is is provide for my family, <laughs> live among you. <laughs> Let's talk about the minor lines then. <laughs> I'm regretting every decision that was made ever. <laughs> This is so gross. Um, minor lines. You've got girdle of Venus. This is uh, under your um, middle finger and ring finger. It's, it's kind of a oh, loop. Yeah, I saw that. I don't think I have it. Oh, I do. I do. I do. I do. Well, you kind of have to cup your hand. It would be weird if you had it because apparently only 10% of the population has it. What is that? Girdle of Venus. I'll 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 look. Gir- look. We'll yeah, see. you're gonna look because I've, I've I got some girdle going. Well, I, th- I I have a really broken one, maybe, but maybe not. <laughs> broken girdle. So, uh, deals with emotional responsiveness. This is also uh, a line that that's um for astute lovers, maybe. Ooh, nope, that's definitely not me. So, I'm um, a, I'm a classic bra clasp fumbler. Bra clasp fumbler. 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 Um, I think you should stick to bra class fumbler. Fumbler. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, I'd like to point out something. I mean, we come very close to it a lot, but I think this is the most clear example of an episode where you know everything and I'm just here to f*** it up. <laughs> this is, I mean, we, 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 we run close to this as a concept in general, 
This is the most clear of you trying to get information out and me just going, woo, whiz, bang, quack, quack. Maybe. Moving on. Um, it should also be noted, since since I've already outed myself and, and probably you too, that uh, line strength is, is an indicator. Uh, the stronger and more clear and concise a, a line is, kind of the the better it it means that it's there's a greater influence from that line uh whereas if you get one that's broken or chained or just is going all over the place that is a dissipation of energy and focus oh from that particular thing man i don't know i got a broken girdle of venus that's the thing that's what i'm saying like mine's mine's completely like cleft but know, if left, it even left that, girdle, if it even is stronger that. than my right. Well, that means you've got more potential. Uh, see, we're getting into it. We got to get through this so we can okay, okay, get to okay, it. Okay, so okay, go, 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 uh, go. Then we got the, the Mercury line. This is um, this is a line that runs from basically your wrist up towards your pinky. Uh, this deals with uh, stomach issues. Things that may or may not be affecting your digestion. A lot of people don't even have one. I don't have one. Good. Then we've got travel lines. These are on the outer edge of the palm, uh, opposite the, the thumb. And this deals with important journeys in your life. Huh. So it's not just, you know, flying home or, or driving home for, for Christmas. This is something that, that affects you. Um, Emotional journeys or physical ones? Uh, could be either, I think. Ooh. Then we've got... Uranus line. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. Yeah, Thanks right. for listening. That's all. Then that's palmistry. <laughs> yeah. All right, puns uh, stumble upon by uh, the Uranus line. No. This is on. Don't even try to Uranus it. The okay. Luna Mount. This is remember. This is the lower part of the palm yep. across from your thumb. Yep. You want the the Uranus line on your Luna Mount, and this runs towards the Mercury Arch, towards the the little finger. That's completely fakakta. It doesn't exist. That's, and well, a lot of people don't have it. This is a very strong uh, intuition, psychic ability line. Kind of, I think, curves around that that as well. There's also a couple of little lines. I forget what they're called, but a couple of little lines that kind of run up, pointed towards the index finger uh-huh. that are on that mount that, that denotes some kind of psychic ability, intuition kind of thing, too. Yeah, I but, got you. Um, what are we gonna, uh, lines of union, also known as marriage lines. Ooh. These are right under your pinky on the outside edge of your palm. And this denotes important relationships in your life. Could be, doesn't have to be sexual, doesn't have to be marriage. Uh, could be male or female, whatever it is. Oh, I've got tons of them, dude. I am a little hoo <laughs> and then uh, I couldn't help but notice your hand. You look like a fucking wolf. <laughs> those lines. <laughs> then you've got uh, children lines. These are located under those union lines. Well, duh. And they are potential for children. Oh. And then we've got resets of Venus. <sighs> this is the underside of the wrist, right under the palm. And each each clear, strong line represents 30 years of good health. Oh, I'm going to live forever. I'm good, but I'm starting to get... I should get worried soon. I got 150 years of, live, of life. We'll talk about it. People with fat wrists are really going to rule on this. And then uh, dots, splotches, weird stuff 
uh, on the hands can represent uh, some kind of trouble Cancer. or disease. Yeah, like uh, if there's something to, to pay attention to. What about scars? I don't think scars have anything to do to do with it. Right. And they could, you know, some some people may be in the camp that say that scars are important. But there are no accidents, Mister Floyd. Your fate is written the moment you were born, and so the scars as indicative as the line on the hand. And that gets into the fact that y'all should leave. All in all, palmistry. Um, in palmistry, lines can change, and nothing is set in stone. Mm, I like that. So, if you see something that's going wrong, you have the ability to start changing it. If, yeah, get if some so. lotion, moisturize that area. <laughs> palmistry is about discovering things about oneself. Use this, a pumice. We we uh, we talked about that sort of with the tarot episode. You yeah, know? and that's I think that's the, the 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 utility of having something that focuses on like this is not what your future is. This is what you are now. Yeah, you know, do what you will up. with it. Yeah, do what you will with it. Figure it out and go do. So then it begs the question, is there any scientific evidence that palmistry is valid? Would you like the long answer or the short, short, short answer? Um, Give me the one that's in between because uh, we okay. sort of have some time, but we don't have a lot of time. Okay. So I think that I would prefer one that sort of lays out the problem and, and addresses each concern. Okay. Just give it to me. The middle of the road answer is... Uh, while there have been many studies on the uh, effects of, of palmistry, both from a, um, a predictive perspective, but also from analyzing the current emotional state of the subject, I'm afraid that the outcome of each and every one of those was inconclusive or uh, not uh, statistically uh, important as far as being separate from what they would consider just random probability. Or inherently flawed in how they... Yeah. The short answer is no yeah, well, just, not at this time. There's no real study that supports the claims. Uh, got two two letters. This is almost as short as you can get. <laughs> Nay. Would it be Nay. worth it to, to try and do an experiment? Like you and I? Real f***ing scientists doing it. Yeah, of course it is. It's always worth it to do an experiment. That's what I think. I don't think anybody cares to take the time to do it. I know. I think people have. I just don't think it's been like... A university-funded, peer-reviewed thing. I mean, I think that's, lots of and people... And that's what we need. Yeah, but... but. Yeah, I know. I think that, yeah, the, 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 you're right. The, the, it's tough to get funding for something like that. Exactly. Which, I mean, to me, it's too bad, because why not just do it, get it over with, and you know? If, you, if you're so set on it not being real or being false, then just do it, prove it, and then nobody has to wonder anymore. But on the other hand, I mean, I guess... Uh, the nature of a, of a reading of just who you are at this moment, you know, how do you prove or disprove that? You know, it's, it's really up to the person to say, well, that was accurate. That wasn't, you know, like unless, unless it's making, you know, concrete predictions like, Oh, you've only got two of these lines. You're going to live to be 60. You know, it's, it's hard without, without a, you know, without it, it it picks no hills to die on, you know, it doesn't have a place where it puts its flag Flag. in the ground. Yeah. It's the books that I read, you know, make it pretty clear. Don't predict yeah. things about the future. This is not; these are tendencies that are going on right now. These are potentials for for certain aspects, but you don't want to say you're going to die on this date, right? Scorpio, you're going to die. <laughs> you don't want to. You don't you see do, this line. You're going to die from a truck. Yeah, yeah right. That's a truck line, it's motherfucker. Just dumb. Plus, if everything is is changeable then you're not going to predict and you, you can't predict anyway so yeah. 
Um, and then bottom line, does it work? Well, I mean, how, how do you define does it work? What, mm. you know, it, it, that's that's if it gives you some sense of control or or it puts you at ease or or it helps you get down the road, then yes, right, right, like I mean, tarot, right? yeah. Like, what do you want it to do? Yeah, you know, I, it can suffer from the fallacy of personal validation. So-called in a 1949 paper in the Journal of Abnormal and Social Psychology, uh, if a if a client believes a personality description is based on individuating info from that said client, then they it's suffering from a um, a fallacy of personal validation. That person thinks it's just for them, you know, but. It's information they, you, they kind of provide that's kind of thrown back yeah, at them. Yeah, but would you say that they suffer from that? I wouldn't say they suffer from that. I mean, I think that's exactly what it is. I mean, it's 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 allowing the person to I think believe. scientifically it suffers from it. Oh, yeah, no, scientifically, but as far as like the person, what, what they paid for, what they went into a psychic right, right. to get, they're getting yeah. exactly what they wanted from it. I don't. I think that's, I mean, and that's exactly what it is. That That's what I'm saying, though. Yeah, it all that stuff is, is fine, and, and people can benefit from it, you know, especially if they kind of take an introspective look. But from from a scientific point of view, these are the things right. that, that yes. it, it, it right. suffers from. Uh, number one, this um, personal validation. Uh, it can actually provide accurate information to, to somebody, you know, that's... But it chooses not to. No, it, it, it can. <laughs> You've got a chance to, you got a chance not to. But uh, then there's also the thought that... Um, a lot of the stuff is cold reading, which is uh, reading someone's body language and and picking up the tells from it, so that then you, as the reader, can regurgitate that. You know, like take an idea farther. Yeah, but but I but I would still maintain that that is entirely a part of it. I mean, I before we get further down this road, so I, I feel like there's a a belief that that there's this science of palmistry that that then you're saying yeah, but there are these other things that get added on to it that make it wrong. I think, I think all of that is the palmistry. It is the, the, the reading it is, it is the, um, the, the reader gaining informative information from the person, how they're dressed, what they look using that, those tells, you know, uh, in, in crafting an answer. I mean, at the end of the day, does your palm really tell you who you are? I don't think so. But but those but but just like with tarot, I don't think the, these cards are are actually unlocking the secrets of a person's mind and soul. But if a person believes in that, and then they get information and they they make decisions in their lives that are beneficial. If this says you should be more proactive, you know there are things in your life that are pushing you around, and maybe maybe it's time for you to go out there and and and, and do something about it, whether it be palmistry or tarot or something like that. That's of benefit to those people. But that doesn't mean that that there's some some deep psychic foundation. There's no there's no physical science behind it that's supporting it. That someone just threw some spinners on and and some blinking lights. I think I think all of it. I think all, that whole thing from the moment you walk into the room to the moment you leave is the palmistry. Every all those nuanced angles, the 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 person asking questions, how they read you, those those kind of things. To in my opinion, I think that's all palmistry. I don't think there's like a a clear-cut clinical palmistry. Right. But we can't just say palmistry is bupkis without being able to say how it is bupkis. Right. And I don't... And which is what I'm just throwing out there right now because I yeah. totally agree with you and I think that 
any of these uh, supposed divinative arts, divinative arts, yeah, can can be of benefit if if taken the right way. What I'm saying is, if you're going to say that no, there isn't anything to this, these are certain ways that that you can say no. This is why this uh, this is why this type of of divinative art isn't a scientifically proven thing that everybody should be. Listening right. to. And, I, and I think they all fall into that. I think that tarot has, I mean, all those. Right. And we didn't point those. these out. This yeah. is, which is why I'm trying to, to bring up, <laughs> you know, and instead of just saying, oh, palmistry's bullshit. Right. And, but then there's, and there's people on the other side of the, of the, that same spectrum who rather than say, oh, I, I went to, I got my palm read and they said that, um, you know, maybe emotionally I'm, I'm too, you know, too closed off or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm going to try to be more open to things. You know, there, there's a person on the other side. It's like, hey, bro, sorry, I just banged your girlfriend, but I'm a Leo. What are you going to do? Yeah. You know, they they, they, they latch onto those negative things and say, hey, it's out of my hands, man. Probably be a Scorpio. You see, but yeah. you see this line right here? It says I had to just steal your car. Yeah. What are you going to do, brother? <laughs> and one, I've just got one more. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm not saying, you know, I'm not throwing these out there to say palmistry is, is terrible and don't do it. These are just the ways that people have said. Yeah. It doesn't work. <laughs> right. It's called the Barnum effect. We may have talked about this before, but it's accepting vague statements as being specific to an individual when they can apply to anybody. Yeah. You know, we've, we've discussed a similar thing before, you know, where, yeah. where people take uh, facts after they've happened and say, oh, look, this is exactly how, you know. That actually is confirmation bias. And that's, that's part of it too, really. Yeah. It's yeah. It's, it's more fun to call it the like, effect. I I well, they're two different things though. It's like the confirmation bias is when you say I knew it all along. Yeah. Like I, oh, I had that feeling, and this just validated that. Right. Yeah. So so it, it has a little of of everything, as most definitive arts do. Yeah. Uh, but I t- I totally agree with you. I think if you if you told someone to sit down and and be a little introspective about themselves and and just think of like. Oh, what can change? What 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 am I like? And if you're a bad palm reader, that's not going to really work, you know. But right, and it, and I think that we as humans we require that outside person. I, I sometimes, think that, yeah. I think, that, I think that people inherently, even the people they love the most, I think people don't. There's that there's that very weird level of trust where you're willing to hear things about yourself. Yeah, and I think in the best relationships, the two people get to that where you were. The other person can go, you know what? You're being, you're being a real dick about this right now. And that person can go, oh, shit. Yeah. I, I am. Um, and I think that a lot of people who, who don't have that, or even people who do, you know, that's, that's why we have doctors. That's why we have outside people that we go talk to about our problems because they are separate from it. And it, in, as long as you have that, that trust that what that person is saying is something worth listening to, again, I will always say go to a medical professional. Sure. I think it's a huge mistake not to, but that's my personal opinion. If people go to someone that they trust to get that and they're willing to listen and actually incorporate those things in their lives, go get them. Yeah. Well, that's uh we always get into these these discussions with yeah. uh, the new age. Yep, yep. Do you want to do you want to look at hands real quick? See what we got? Yeah, get over here. You got okay. rollers on your chair. Yeah, All right, there. so I'm looking at you. Yeah, of course you're looking at me. I don't know shit about this. All right, I'm gonna get my palms red, and then I'm gonna do you. 
this is this is going to be a quick quick and dirty yeah yeah version. quick and dirty these things to do it right oh, yeah. uh takes a while yeah so this is just uh, another 30 minutes just real quick stop massaging my ball <laughs> <laughs> i thought we could both be winners here this is the part where he goes oh no oh no do you want me to flex my hands? Will you hush? <laughs> Stop it with a dislocating thumb. Uh, okay, I'm I'm seeing yeah what you were talking about with the the lifeline. Uh, it starts out pretty uh, nice and and clear. Then it's gone. And then about halfway through, it fades. I can still see one running just right in through there. Yeah, yeah. It it, it kind of. <laughs> I thought you were smelling my hand. Kind of, kind of hugs in the the old Mount of Venus, uh, pretty tight there. Yeah. Um, but it gets gets a little weaker. It means I go into a coma, doesn't it? No. Pull the plug for a very long time. <laughs> Might want to eat some vegetables, but uh, yeah. Your headline is is pretty uh, righteous. What does it say? Well, it, it's it's a headline. It's nice and clear. <laughs> um, although your your potential for it is is a little chained. Uh oh. In the beginning, but your what you've put into practice is uh, a little bit clearer. But it's nice and deep. Um, mm-hmm. Runs down, curves down towards the the Mount of Luna, which shows a a, a good uh, intellect for creativity. Nice. I see. So for your heart line, mm-hmm. for the ladies, listen up. This is how we find out which one of you I will be with. <laughs> Potential is kind of chained, a little little dissipated in the the energy of it. Tell and me about it. Actuality, it's it's pretty much the same. Although what I'm seeing is a, an indentation under your mount of Saturn. Uh, to me, that is um, lonely weekend. Will you hush? <laughs> That's what to me I'm seeing. Uh, like worry and responsibilities, like uh, re- in a relationship, the responsibility of the relationship weighs heavily on you. That's that's what I'm saying. That's so true. It ends just under the the Mount of Saturn. That's a balance between um, it's a balance uh, between your responsibility and your ambition for uh, relationships and how it's 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 a good thing. I it, that's a okay. natural that's a natural end. I'm gonna uh, take a charge kind of guy. Not really. Um, <laughs> you do have a nice thick uh, amount of, of Venus. Yeah, yeah. Um, although you're not, it doesn't look like you're quite living up to your potential of it. Oh. Sorry, bro. He's doing a lot of like pinchy palpating. Your uh, Saturn line is, mm-hmm. is interesting because it starts, to me, it looks like it starts in the Mount of Luna and heads up towards the... Jupiter, which is the index finger, and then kind of curves up towards uh, Saturn, the middle finger. Which makes sense. I grew up on Saturn Drive in Colorado Springs. It's a fun fact. So what that tells me is for your career, you... Oh, you should see the look on his face right now. He's a, he's trying to figure out how to say something really bad. You... <laughs> See, this is this is so bad. This is the yeah. Trying to trying to phrase what you see no, no, is, no. is part of it, but no, 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 don't. don't and just hit I'm me. not. I'm not trying to make it smoother on you. I'm just trying to put it into words. It looks like your 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 potential for your career, something that that you want your success to be based on, is is intellectual and potentially it it kind of ends there. But in actuality, your career has been deter- deterred by your head. 
and responsibility. So you thought about your career too much and you, you had to take responsibility and that's kind of curved off your, your career path or ambition or success in that direction. So your, your sense of responsibility and thinking about it has grabbed onto your career line, your, your, Mm -hmm. this, this is the fate line that the, you know, really it, it looks like if this line and your potential kept going, it could go up through the headline and in between your uh, responsibility and, and head to, to where it's more balanced. But I think right now it's, it's leaning more towards uh, a sense of responsibility than, than anything. That's what the it, oh, a sense yeah. of responsibility has grabbed your, your career. I'm an extraordinarily responsible person. Can I put my hands down now? Are we, yeah, I, my I, arms are tired from yeah, holding see, them and this like is this. this is real thick and dirty. Um, <laughs> and then if we had more time, I would I would try and make sense of all of that uh, together into one. Can't thing. possibly. Uh, but the yeah, yeah, and and then one more thing. He's checking my baby lines. One really important relationship, and maybe one and a half kids. Nice. I see. Oh man. So if the first one comes out complete, I should just stop, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I wouldn't say this was a girdle of Venus. I would say that would be something, uh, another, a very minor line that, that could affect something. But you do have, this is a uh, I th- an inner lifeline, maybe. Uh, it's a supporting thing. Uh, yeah, we didn't, we didn't really get into that. But then there are also some worry lines on your uh, mount of, of Venus. Uh, that's, that's what we'll do. I, you know, okay. This thus ends, the, thus ends the reading. Okay. Flora. Very, very thick. Me. Give them to me. Now we got Flora's. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All oh, right. press it there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah see. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, wait, wiggle your right hand. You're a right seat. Righty tighty. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, um, although I'd give my right arm to be ambidextrous. Zing. Uh, your, um, potential lifeline, pretty strong, pretty good, pretty into it, pretty, your actual lifeline does not exist. So you don't, you're not actually breathing right now. (laughs) That's a huge problem. Um, let's see, you got, uh, your heart line, pretty solid. It's a little, little chained, little Mm -hmm, chained in mm -hmm. there. See that? Uh, but really solid, strong. Um, and I, I mean, I know that cause I know what this heart line's chained to. (laughs) Potato chips. Yeah. <laughs> Potato chips. Headline. The potential headline is really not there. It's a little, a little there. Can kind of see it? A little, little divot. But your real headline, the one that's getting the, the sh done, is there. It's large and in charge. Telling all the people how to do what. <laughs> um, your Olympus. You got some Mori lines on there. <laughs> that's what this one is, right? That's Venus. Yeah. yeah. That's your, yep. your Venus. Matt. You got some Mori lines going there. Uh your mounts, your mounts are kind of deficient. Oh, okay. Uh, actually, no, no. You've got the same thing I've got going. You've got ring finger mount deficiency, yeah. which is, again, bullshit. <laughs> um, I kind of do, yeah. I see that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, everything else looking pretty good. Let's take out your reshets. Oh, this is looking great. No, wait. No, it's not. <laughs> Uh, your potential. I mean, on one hand, like yeah, you know, if you were doing it, you got it. And you're you're doing it. You're going to be just fine. You're going to. And look at that. That's ninety years. Yeah, easy. I see. Reality, however, Mister yeah, Flora. Yeah. yeah, we got. I mean, 
you know, I, it looks like yeah, I looks like a, you and I are just gonna have to have salad nights together. <laughs> we just talk about jicama. Halfway through my life is is a mess. Oh yeah, let's see what else we got here. Uh, your fate line, you ain't got no fate. No, no fate whatsoever. And uh, oh, let's check out your your kitty vittle lines. Oh yeah, you got one. You got one love of your life. That's it. It's gonna last forever. Potato chips. <laughs> And uh, I don't see any kids, dude. I don't see a single. Let's, let's, let's look in Potential Town. Whoa, there's kids in Potential Town, but not in real, real hand town. So that's pretty great. That's the way it should be. Shouldn't be the other way around. <laughs> so there you go, Flora. All right. I did that like so much faster. You did. You're, you're great. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, shit, Flora, there's one other line on your hand I didn't, I didn't see. Which one? The pun line. Oh, oh, we haven't even said that that's palmistry. Oh, sh- in what kind of what? In a hairy knuckled l- <laughs> linear. Yeah. Handular. And glandular knuckle nut- sandwich. Nutshell. Okay. So, you know what? Come to our, our live show whenever we figure yeah. that out, and maybe we'll do a, a live Ooh, palm. Yeah, read. somebody can get their palms read by you, and then hopefully not by me. <laughs> Where I'm just like, oh yeah, and they'll, they'll and you'll read it in two minutes. I think that I I think that I absorbed a pretty good amount of information from you, though. I think I did way better at that than I did at tarot. Yeah, I agree. All right, not like not like it takes much to be. <laughs> Well, at the live show, I'll read palms, you read tarot, and here we go. Ooh. All right, mm. puns then. Uh, who's you, going? You are. I did it last time. I have a system to tell how someone feels at that particular moment in time from tear patterns. Oh, really? Yeah. It's called cryromancy. Nice. I can smell that one coming out of the out of the oven. Okay. I got, I got one for you. Um, I smell it. You're going to instantly. <laughs> People in early explorers, especially trying to find, you know, a spice route, um, you know, spend a lot of time in what they call the West Indies. Mm-hmm. It became extraordinarily dangerous to get off the boat and go on to these islands. And, and, um, and so they started to determine ways of maybe seeing what's going on in the island without actually going on there. And, one thing they would do is they put a guy up in the crow's nest with a telescope and he would kind of read the tree line oh, yeah? of the island. And, and from there he was able to divine if it was an island safe to go to or not. It was called palmistry. <laughs> <laughs> Palm tree misty. That's right. Oh, oh, oh my I've got, uh, I have a music store in the eighties that thought, it would be around for 30 years. Oh, yeah? Yeah, but it wasn't. It was called Cassettes of Venus. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's terrible. In the late 1600s, there existed a secret war fought between the kingdoms of man and those of Fay. And amongst the, amongst the men, there was one captain who rose above all of them, who was so good at using uh, incendiary attacks on face strongholds. Uh, that man was Captain Casimir Stanislas Darpintegi. And he, uh, he was uh, the hero of many a war. He wrote a book about it. 
uh, about how to properly, you know, use incendiaries against the Fae. He wrote La Pyronomy, because he was setting gnomes on fire. Pyronomy. Nomi. <laughs> Whew. A lot of bunts. <laughs> A lot of bunts in that one. <laughs> Yo. There you go, then, puns. <laughs> hey, Flora. I have an ancient question for you to determine if you have achieved enlightenment. What is it? What is the sound of one hand typing listener mail? (laughs) No one can know that sound. (laughs) To know the sound is to know the self. (laughs) Or just it just kills you. It's the killing sound. <laughs> All right. We got listener mail. Oh, you know we do. Uh, this week we do. Did you, did you guys notice anything missing last week? <laughs> Sometimes that's the way it's got to bounce, son. Well, <laughs> I, you, you've been in Colorado. I've been yeah. in Kentucky. Had, you know. Adventures. Lots of lots of stuff going on, but we're back. Yeah. And we're back with Greg Bach. His name's Greg Bach, and he does rock on a sock. But where's that sock? I do not know. What else could rhyme? (laughs) 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 It's a mystery. What's Greg Bach have to say? What rhymes with sock? Um, Not not very many things. Yeah. Alphabetically? Clock. Well, I guess you sold it. (laughs) There's... (laughs) <laughs> Greg Box clock is in a sock. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's time to get on board Glenn, <laughs> Glenn Beck's. <laughs> it's time to get on board Glenn Beck's racist hate machine. Oh, time to get on board Greg's weird sleeping train. Uh-oh. Dude. Dude. <sighs> <laughs> 20% of you just yawned. <laughs> yeah, no, I really did. That, that, that started fake and it ended quite real. <laughs> He's gotten to the point to where if he falls in a dream, he can make himself fly to avoid hitting the ground. That's pretty cool. Wow. You're so great, Greg. <laughs> oh, hey, everybody. I'm Greg. I'm so great. Oh, if you're wondering what time it is, check inside this sock. <laughs> <laughs> also, every once in a while, he'll have a nightmare so terrifying that he wakes up, his heart is pounding. And he can feel it in his ears, and it feels like it's, it's going to burst out of his chest. Have you spent any time, I don't know, in the future with a woman named Ripley? Because that might not be the dream. Yeah. Have Has your face gotten hugged at all today? <laughs> at all? At all. Have you gone out at night? Mostly. <laughs> um, but he also has dreams where he can barely open his eyes and is always in a situation where he needs to see which is kind of mm. weird. Mm. And in the dreams, even he even tries pulling them apart and he tries to tear them open to see, but he can't. Huh? Whoa. I feel like I've had a dream like that before. You know, I, uh, I just had a dream last night with, with an eyeball dream. I had a dream that I had pink eye, which I've never had. And here's the weird thing about this dream. At no point did I have any alarm or fear of anything in the dream. Everything in the dream was perfectly normal. But when I woke up and remembered it, I was like, Jesus, that is creepy. Mm. In my dream, I went up to my mirror because my eye was like all red and stuff. And I like pulled my eyelid down and there was like little tentacles and weird organs and stuff. And it was like, and I remember the dream going, man, eyeballs are so weird. Yep. That looks pretty inflamed. 
<laughs> and then when I woke up, I was like, Gee, Jesus. <laughs> oh, and he also wanted to know if our research had anything to say about dreams had any correlation to grinding his one's teeth, which uh, I did. I did that as well, as did Greg. Uh, I don't I don't know. I don't think so. I, we we touched very lightly on it, I think. I, I It seems to me like grinding of the teeth is worrying about financial matters. I think that's the common yeah. thought. You of should it. be richer, dude. And then that yeah. won't be a problem. You can fix it by just putting a wad of hundred dollar bills in your mouth before you go to bed. <laughs> doesn't work with ones. Yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finally, he thanks us for taking his Baku pun. Then he calls us dicks. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Greg. Oh, Greg. Greg, I hope you're not just now on the dreams episode, though. Yeah. I better. lived in a whole different place when that happened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Greg Bach will be sleeping at my house next weekend, so you better Uh-oh. be caught up, son. Right There's going to be a quiz <laughs> at three in the morning with a Jeez. bucket of water. <laughs> you may have noticed I, I don't sound like my normal uh, palmistry uh, no. loving self. No way, man. You've got like a sweet uh, Barry White thing going. Tell me tell me <laughs> right now. That. Say Say, can't get enough of your love, Dave. <laughs> Oh, darling, darling, darling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sick as all hell. And and this is, you know, not being recorded when palmistry is recorded. Oh, we've gone over this. People we, everybody know. Everybody knows. That's how, we keep, that's how we keep the the good times fresh. Yeah. So, uh, sorry sorry for all this uh, nasal in your face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm the one who's um, going to get ill from it. <laughs> I hope not. Um, <laughs> you are pushing your luck, though. We got one from Caleb. 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 Caleb from the planet Krypton. <laughs> Wait, no, you have to read this as though he's from the planet Krypton, though. Okay. Caleb asks David and David if we have heard of the Plum Island and Montauk Monster. I have. I've seen the Montauk Monster. It's a thing that, that washed up, and it was a hairless little, it looks like a little hairless goblin dog. Caleb says, check it out. <laughs> I hear and obey, Caleb. <laughs> Maybe a good show suggestion for later. <laughs> and he hits us with a mundane superpower. <laughs> Caleb says heat vision that only works on toast. Not mundane. <laughs> if I could look at bread and toast that mother hubbard, I would be a golden god, a golden brown god. Yeah. You you would fly up the the corporate ladder of Waffle House. Oh my god. This yeah. way. Head 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 griddle tech. Right. <laughs> uh thank you Cal Eb. Thank you Cal Eb. And watch out, <laughs> your planet's going to explode. <laughs> boogity boogity. <laughs> All right, listen, it's it's almost blurry photober, and it's a time of forgiveness, so I'm just going to be cool. Hey, Flora, guess what? What? We got an email from a guy named Daniel Giblets, and I'm going to be honest, I, I feel kind of bad for the guy now that we know we grew up without a father. <laughs> you know, when a guy signs up for, you know, a tour of repair duty out at sea, you don't imagine you're going to get John Chanaria. No. So I don't, I'm not, I mean, I'm not going to tell him what happened to his dad, but now I feel for him a little bit. <laughs> Danny giblets hits us with this. Uh, he has experienced sleep paralysis and as a consequence, hallucinations of shadow people a couple of times, like 
These experiences have ranged from simply being unable to move to full on seeing shapes and figures in the corner of his room. No, thank you. On one occasion, he remembers lying in his bed in the middle of the night, trying desperately to move because he fervently believed that his blanket was attempting to strangle him. <laughs> oh. Wow. F***ing blanket. Blanky, what are you doing? <laughs> no, Blanky, no. No, Blanky. <laughs> Not like this. <laughs> also, there's a movie available on Netflix streaming called The Banshee Chapter. Is uh, based loosely off the Lovecraft story from Beyond and deals with both the MK Ultra and Number Stations. Hey, oh, that's like how many more episodes can you pack into one movie? Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it wearing a Bashar costume. It's one more level. <laughs> oh no, no, no! I will remote view it from the room next to the TV while wearing a Bashar costume. Wow. <laughs> to be fair, though, dude. The Bashar costume comes with the remote view. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It is sort of part and parcel. Uh, thanks, Danny Jeblets. Thanks, Danny Jeblets. Hey, man. Um, I know it wasn't easy, but you made it. It's hard coming from a fatherless house. <laughs> Heard from the Fortean Mind. Oh, hello, Fortean Mind. He says, hello, my fellow Fortean brethren. Hey. <laughs> well met. Tell us of your travels, Fortean Mind. I'm trying to pretend there's like 16 other Fortean Minds that he likes to talk to, like they're in a club. <laughs> mm. It's a Fortean Hive? Yeah. Uh, he blogs about, well, we say we say he, if you're a girl, hey, do us a favor with, with, with all your uh, cool nicknames and it, stuff. Let us know. It, Let it us blogs. Know no, if it's, you're a girl or There a is guy. no gender. The mind is simply unchained and floating through the ether. It uh, <laughs> blogs about the weird and unexplained and occasionally makes a guest appearance on the podcast, The Grammarica Show. Ooh. Ah. We'll have to check that one out. Damn right. He actually recently wrote a post on The Lady in White in which... Uh, She's dancing with me, cheek to cheek. Uh, in which... The- nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm making up words to the to the song. I just got the melody. Come on, so. Everybody knows the lady in red. Yeah, it's a classic. The lady in white mythos in which La Llorona is part of. We were talking about that. Yeah, we did. Less, uh, I think, supplemental. And um, La Llorona, never gonna <laughs> stop. Look it up. Such a cool subject. We always do podcasts and shut up. <laughs> oh, I'm on a I'm on a heater. Sorry, you'll get through this she someday. She might be a vampire. La 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 la, Yorona. He says the, the double L's are pronounced the same as Allende. Mm. And speaking of old... And Yama. Uh, Carlos Allende. He si. says, did you know that the correspondence between Morris Jessup and Senor Carlos Allende were so riddled with spelling errors and grammatical mistakes... That the two eventually decided to start a proofreading business in which one could send them any text-related material to be scoured for inaccuracies. Really? It was called Mess Up and Amende. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad they were able to, to get over their own disabilities. <laughs> uh, he also would like to see uh, an episode on uh, Mr. Charles Fort, of which it's... Uh, hive oh, name is, is yes. named after Mr. Charles Fort Ian Mind Control Alt Delete 
<laughs> just seeing how far I can go with that. <laughs> Thank you, uh, 14 Mile. Thank you. Now, a missive from the poet laureate Gerald, who brings us a mundane superpower. Oh. What about Scoville perception? The ability to tell precisely the heat level of a dish on the Scoville scale, uh, but only after tasting it. <laughs> well, yeah. well, if we're well, well, I think I, I think I might be able to do that anyway. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I mean, but he knows on the Scoville, I can tell you how many units of Scoville are scalding his esophagus. I see. That's important. You need to know that. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Gerald. Uh, heard from the Kingfish. Oh, 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 oh. oh well, I heard I heard tell the Kingfish been up north of St. Louis because yeah. he been going up big money all last night summer. Big money. <laughs> he gonna pick himself up a whole mess of fashions try to settle him down in Louisiana well. Louisiana <laughs> Kingfish. I like yours the most. Louisiana Kingfish. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. When when you're sick, you can go real low, and then you can crack like yeah. crazy on the other oh, end. Oh, I love it. I'm enjoying uh, this. <laughs> um, What's a kingfish have to tell us? Kingfish uh, tells us about some worthless superpowers. Oh, without merit. <laughs> uh, he says to always know the lottery jackpot numbers, but they'd change if you ever gave them to anybody or tried to use them yourself. Oh, <laughs> wow, that's a punch in the face. Oh, what a kick in the ding ding. Here's another one to have theme music that only you can hear. No, that'd be pretty great. <laughs> I would love my own theme music. It would help you strutting about town. I mm-hmm. tell you that. Yeah, it would be this. It would actually look it up, people. My theme music would be the soulful strut by Young Holt Unlimited. All right. Yeah. Well, here here's a sample for you just in case. Yeah, it was later adapted into another song. Why don't you stop and look me over? But this Young Holt Unlimited Soulful Strut. That's that's a jam. I'll, I'll, that'll be my theme music. What about yours, Flora? Well, well. <laughs> Too late. I'm assigning you theme music. Oh. Toxic by Britney Spears. Oh. See, that's why you don't want to think about anything. You just say something. <laughs> and his name is Dave, and he'll poison you. He's toxic, so toxic. <laughs> I could get behind that, I guess. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> you accept. I was trying to pick out like a, a Hans Zimmer uh, oh. jam, and I uh, I couldn't decide. <laughs> Uh, I'll just walk around to the to the horns from Inception. Which fun silly fact. The the horns from Inception are actually the horns from Edith Piaf's Je ne regrette rien. And it's because it starts and they just took that and shoot like stretched it out so much that it's like So honestly though, Je ne regrette rien. Pretty good theme song, too. <laughs> Here's another one for you. You can levitate one inch off the ground, but you can only go a little slower than walking pace. Actually, no, that'd be great for haunting. Yeah. And for mocking the elderly. Wow. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, here's one. You have the the ability to read your own mind. Okay, <laughs> flag on the play, flag on the field. That's like that's like the you always have a dollar in your pocket if you never spend the dollar. <laughs> like everybody has that. Uh, the ability to see one second into the future. Spider sense. Uh, yeah. seconds a longer time than people think it is. Yeah, that's true. Last but not least, farting out popular songs from the eighties and nineties. Just imagine you using your butt chimes to recreate that song, Take On Me, using your butt noises. Just imagine. I am. Also, um, oh, Mickey, you're so fine. You're so fine. You blow my mind. Hey, Mickey. (laughs) (laughs) I think you'd be alarmed when the high note arrived. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> that can't be comfortable. <laughs> no, I gotta be honest. At this point, it's just uh, hyphenated fart sounds. Brap, brap, crump, crump, brap, brap, hump, brap. All right, fart sounds. Thank you, Kingfish. Mm-hmm. Now you have to, okay. Now fart your theme song. She's okay. Sorry for the fart sounds. Not really. Flora? Uh, what is the sound of a kitty in space, Dave? Well, uh, in space, no one can hear you, kitty. That's why we heard from Luna Kitty. Oh! I'd like to believe that Lunar Kitty is the star of her own Japanese cartoon. Arigato gozaimasu! Lunar Kitty says, there was one food experiment uh, out there that we may have hit the fringes of. It's the one where places like the Cheesecake Factory were finding people too full to order dessert, so they wanted to get people to order dessert first. Unfortunately... The act of teleporting cheesecake samples into someone's stomach backfired where it vanished moments later into the cosmos, leaving the people forever craving more cheesecake, now called the Philadelphia Cream Cheese Experiment. Yes! And uh, we've got a postscript on here. Oh, P.S., gentlemen. Apparently, uh, Franken-Duck and Thunder Organ Sound were uh, to her liking. (laughs) (laughs) Franken-Duck. Yeah. <laughs> she also thinks uh, Ken Height should try out the penalty box uh, if he ever comes on a bullstone. That's a good idea. Or just, or just yeah. any time, I think. It's like inviting your friend over so you can punch him. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one more thing, a useless superpower, the ability to perfectly use chopsticks when eating food, but it only works when jello or soup or pudding is all there is to eat in front of you. Uh, does it work then? I think... That's the irony of it. Lunar Kitty! I'm going this way! (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Lunar Kitty. Uh, uh, No, the con of the wordsmith has has left his smithy. He has wiped the dust from his sweaty brow and taken off his leather smith's apron. Apron? Apron. And given to us this lately forged missive. 
Connor hits us up uh, that uh, discussing like that he how long he's been listening to the podcast, which we um, absolutely adore. Uh, thank you, Connor. And uh, the the mouth sounds from Candy Chat are the only mouth sounds did not bother him in any way, shape, or form, which is weird because wow. when we're really working it, yeah, or those yeah. ladies are, it's not <laughs> us. Yes, they, they, they are. always they always they podcast are. rent. <laughs> <laughs> you just went. <laughs> and he was a uh, clue uh, he was the moderator uh, slash clue generator for his library's teen scavenger hunt oh yeah and the clue uh, the final clue is a a word he had to pick a word that the teams had to look up and no one was supposed to you know like it had to be like a little known word and and they had to be able to define it what was it eschatology oh yeah nice teach that to the children (laughs) Uh, now he's got some uh, some charges some Char- for the penalty box. Now you know, we 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 owe you guys the penalty box. We know this. Uh, the next episode we're going to the penalty box. Yeah, yep. So uh, we know that. But let's see. I don't know. Maybe he's going to add additional sentences on. Oh, charge the first, <laughs> as written. Wow. Stecco in the Irish Legends episode. Oh, is that the one we were drinking all the way through? Yeah, it was one of the ones. Yeah, it's the first one. <laughs> Actually, you can't say that about it. <laughs> Well, you know, but the the Irish Legends was the first one that was our goal to drink our way through. That's true. When talking about leprechauns, Flora, you said that they rarely grow uh, to more than three feet or one meter. And then approximately three to five seconds later, I said that they grow no more than three meters tall. <laughs> I'm sure you meant feet. Though they don't. They don't grow more than three meters tall. Well, that's true. Ever. The same way that a rectangle is not a square. That's right. So, but a square is a rectangle. <laughs> yeah. So uh, now uh, he says he's gonna, I can try to lawyer out of this by saying that I've been intoxicated. But after listening to the fairies episode, the following St. Patrick's Day, uh, in which they then see that's the problem. We really established like what we gave people like the tighter scale. Of, yeah, we we gave him the uh, yeah, but the Firth Van Dyke yeah, of of drinking. We really did the, the froth Van Winkle scale. <laughs> Happy Van. <laughs> uh but they they don't grow more than three meters so uh that's how i'm lawyering it not even on the intoxication what's charge of the second oh charge of the second david flora being the more responsible one you (laughs) (laughs) what am i what am i a clown over here when i don't pay my rent on time I'm like, hey, Flora, I'm going to run it a little low again. Can you hit me up? I need to eat. (laughs) Hey, Flora, I just got my girlfriend teen pregnant. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. She's teen pregnant. You going to help me out? I need you to teach me to be a responsible father. Oh, my God. (laughs) I don't want my son getting so other teenager pregnant. (laughs) It's going to be a son, right? Um... Being the more responsible one, you failed to give the proper legal disclaimer at the beginning of the 2014 Miss Cryptic Contest, which should, which could lead people to do foolish, if not harmful, thing, harmful things in the event of a run-in with any of the cryptids mentioned. You gave one at the beginning of the 2013 contest, and that may have saved many lives. I haven't heard of any deaths resulting from the oh. said, said this year's contest. That's true. Uh, I guess <laughs> if somebody uh, presses charges or... Criminal malfeasance. I mean, I'll have to see the injuries. Mm-hmm. Actually, I kind of hope someone like fake makeups, like a manticore <laughs> attack. I'd go to the penalty box for that if somebody did that. Yeah, yeah. Send us, send us your uh, cryptid injuries. <laughs> Halloween's coming up. 
That's true. That's true. Uh, right, we're just you know we're we're riding that uh, danger danger zone. That's right. Riding on into it. All right, and now he's got. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're the best. <laughs> wow. Try to actually hit pitches with no, it. No, no. Can you do "Take My Breath Away"? Can you do a love scene? Body to me. Body to me. Okay, <laughs> dude, you're sick, and you're just spraying. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're I'm filling sorry. this room with your illness. <laughs> it's like an aerosol can. <laughs> All right. It's pretty good, though, right? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. First quick pun. He has to ask, when becoming the Mississippi manimal, is it difficult for Flora to become fauna? Mm -hmm. On your name, dude. (laughs) On your name. You just dropped sack on your name, son. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's all right. That's all right. And technically, is uh, Weeping Willow, is that technically Morning Wood? (laughs) <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Pointless superpowers. Skittle sense, the ability to taste the rainbow and wonder what blue, I wonder what blue tastes like. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. That is a point. Like if you really could taste the rainbow, if you had like some sort of chemical synesthesia, uh, how about a sidekick? Whooping cough boy has the power of gale force coughs. Yeah. Hello. That's you. Yeah. That's Hi, Flora everybody. is whooping cough boy. How and where? Would he submit Halloween costume pictures? Yes. Yes. Let's get that ball rolling, my sweet, sweet kitties. Uh, Post them to our Facebook page. Yeah. I'd I'd say Uh, just post them on the timeline there. And uh, also uh, possible is for listeners to send short stories. This is kind of falls part and parcel into our our website overhaul, which we're diligently working on. And we should should get that old ass gif of the little stick figure digging. (laughs) (laughs) That's some fun throwback. People like, huh. No, seriously, f-ing fix it. <laughs> yeah, we want to see content. Yeah, so uh, yeah, so I think I think we'll we'll probably make it a little easier to post things or to submit things. I think that's on our on our docket. Yeah, yeah. I just I mean, in this very podcast, I just said, hey, uh, send us pictures of your cryptid attacks. How? How? Yeah, yeah. I think posting on on the timeline is yeah is going to be the easiest. And then and then we're going to cull those into our 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 listener art section, and mm-hmm. we'll we'll. we'll aggregate it aggregate it so there we go cool thank you connor well thanks connor heard from nathan from tallahassee florida oh tallahassee tallahassee hi nathan he suggests that we listen to the history of english podcast number 43 the anglo-saxon monsters and mythology one. Oh, said it's it's a bit dry but uh interesting nonetheless nice i like that and uh, he says he's enjoyed the show almost from the beginnings. Nice. Well. No, wait, does that mean that he's almost enjoyed the show from the beginning? Or he started at like episode 12 and has enjoyed ever since? I don't know. Well. Tough to know. That's, the, that's part the, of the mystery. I'll take the latter. <laughs> it's more complimentary. Thank you, Nathan. Yeah, thanks, Nathan. Have, hope, hope you're having a good time in Tallahassee. All right, Flora. You ready for this? What is it? I'm just going to need you to put this four-point harness on. Are you relaxed? Sure. Because...
just fun to do <laughs> I, I honestly just caught myself just i was like oh yeah no you gotta stop eventually <laughs> uh, mike he's got a pun for us what is it uh where i'm where, where he's from uh there's this legend of a tall lithe uh specter in a black trench coat with white milky white skin who could it be i don't know but i i feel like maybe this is an investment opportunity <laughs> he's usually spotted smoking cloves in the cemetery late at night He's been dubbed the Gothman. Oh. Nice. I like this. Uh, This spooky specter has been known to coincide with the appearance of the boatman. (laughs) Boats. (laughs) Thanks, Mikey Wills. What a gentle. (laughs) Mikey Wills. My leg. (laughs) My leg. Uh, Thanks, Mikey. We heard from Toby. Hi, Toby. 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 Toby found us through our number stations episode Please. and uh, wants to hear the EVP. Oh, it's almost October. You shall get that. I, I owe a couple of people that, so I'll, I'll be sending those out uh, forthwith. Toot sweet. Thanks, Toby. Um, keep right. on uh, pouring through that back catalog. Yeah, thank you, got you a ways Toby. to go. And uh, finally, closing out, mm, Flora, you might need to give us like a... Give me like an R, a 90s R&B damn. Damn. Oh, shit. Rice Swagger just showed up. You know all the ladies going to stare at him. Oh, yeah. Rice Swagger moving in left to right up to down, man. He knows what's up in this one horse town. One horse town. Rice Swagger moves up to the bar so slick, man. He says, won't you? I don't know. Something else. I blew it. Drew, drew a blank. <laughs> Ran out of road. <laughs> oh, right. Rice Swagger. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, it has a mundane superpower. I'll take it. Ooh, another good synesthesia. The ability to smell temperature. Ooh. Oh, God. It is hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that kind of works in yeah. a way already, but that's um, funny. And he thanks us for... <laughs> oh, 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 oh. F*** you, Rice Wagger. <laughs> what? Yeah, I got a little, little little rabbit punch in at the end. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for a job very well done, and I look forward to hearing this in three months' time. Oh, oh, oh no, he did not just say those things to us. Oh, damn. Damn. <laughs> he says he's our favorite, Jonathan, but now I wonder. Rabbit punch. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Rice Swagger. Yeah, and thank all of you. Thank you uh, so much. If you like what we do, here's uh, what you can do to help us. Mm-hmm. Go to iTunes. That's right. Give us a review. Go to... Five uh, stars. Yeah. Uh, like us on Facebook. We just crossed 300. 300. And you can go to Twitter and follow us, Blurry underscore photos. Yep. And uh, YouTube, Blurry Photos Podcast. And we have a donate button. Yeah. Feel free to click on that. Give us what you like. Dealer's you know? choice. Yeah. It's however you like it. Well, we have another great option for you. That's right. Uh, one that, that rewards us as well as you. It rewards 
everyone. By virtue of the fact that you're listening to this on some sort of audio device and no one else around you expects you to be doing anything else, then you like to listen to things. You like to have people tell things to you. Wouldn't you like to have more things told to you? I would. Yeah, me too. Yeah. That's why the swell folks at Audible.com have made it so damned easy to do it. That's right. All you have to do is go to audibletrial.com slash blurry photos. Sign up for your free one-month trial. You get a free book. We get a free kickback. Yeah, we get a free um, monetary high five. <laughs> and then, you know, uh, you, you it's uh, non-binding. If you don't like it, you don't have to keep it. But right. I encourage you to. I know I'm keeping it. Yeah. Uh, and I actually, I have the, I have the problem that, that doesn't exist for, for most young people. Uh, you remember when you go to, into a uh, blockbuster, if you don't know what you want, when you go in there, you're doomed. Yeah. That's the problem I have right now. Like yeah. everything I see, I keep going through that. I'm like, Oh, and I want that. And I want that. And I want that. And I can't, I, I'm having a hard time choosing just one audiobook. Yeah. Well, you get at least one on us. Yeah. For free. For free. Audibletrial.com slash blurry photos. So check it out. It's worthwhile. Uh, I have a lot of friends who are into it. So please, uh, once again, that's audibletrial.com slash blurry photos. Uh, sign up, help yourself, help us. That's yep. awesome for everybody. Yep. Thanks to Audible for uh, yeah. uh, giving us that sweet deal. Mm-hmm. And um, that's uh, that's all we got uh, for this episode of Blurry Photos. I have been David Uranus Line Flora. And I have been David the Broken Girdle of Venus Stecco. <laughs> nice. Sound of one hand clapping. Sound of one bye-bying. Bye. Sorry, Buddhists. <laughs>